how do you know, especially over the internet, how do you know whether a person is even trying to engage in a serious conversation and grow yeah. and learn, or if they're just trolling? Yeah, <laughs> right? That too, yeah. So every time you get on there just to try to do your thing and be the change, you got to kind of sift through what, like 10 people, maybe even before you get to a legitimate. So it's hard. It's really, really hard. But I think that, I think that remembering for me anyway, for me, remembering mm-hmm. that the way that I can identify people like you, people like Sonny, People like Julie and Nancy, I don't know if you know them, people like Daryl. There's all kinds of people in this world, Jade, I just talked to her earlier. And I'm my Aspie neurodivergent brain, I see patterns. So this is something I've been seeing. Like if you lined up all the people that I say, oh, that's my friend or that's my favorite people, I'm an introvert, so I don't really have no, you know, real life close friends. But, you know, people in the world I stay in contact with, follow, support. I like what you're doing. I'm sending you energy. If you lined all those people up, they would look very, very different. Right. And even when they talk, even among all the black women, when you hear them talk, it might not even seem like we all agree with each other. Or sometimes somebody might hear Julie talk or hear Nancy talk or Julie or Nancy might hear you talk. Or my honey, Tavares, y'all, he's on here too. Follow him too. T might hear Daryl talk and it might make him feel uncomfortable because on first glance, it doesn't really seem like we are on the same page or we vibe, but it really doesn't have anything to do with our words or our our philosophies or our religion or belief system. It has to do with that spiritual knowing down, real truthful, uh, we are one, we are connected, we are part of the same whole, most high over everything, do no harm, and yeah. we'll get there. We'll figure it out together. Like, I don't know. I don't know where we're going. You're like, all my mm-hmm. degrees and schooling and all the stuff I went through and the experience, I refuse to be one of the people, one of the quote-unquote elders out here, talking to people who are younger than me, like, oh, you don't know, you're too young, blah, 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 because many of the people that are half my age are mind-blowingly like brilliant and spiritually mature. And if you've really been doing the research and truthfully studying and being willing to change yourself, then you'll learn that a lot of the younger people than us are coming here older than us. You know, they they got old souls, you know? And so anytime somebody is on this, oh, you're a woman, what do you know? Oh, you're a young person. Oh, you, all of this, it's propaganda. And it's, it's, I'm not saying that like, cause sometimes it'll be people in your family. Right. So I'm saying that the propaganda has randos and trolls and the media and whatever, keeping up all this hype. And sometimes that spirit or that energy will jump on somebody that's a family member or somebody that's close to you. But for the most part, if you are doing your personal work and you're surrounding yourself with all these different kinds of people that are teaching you and growing and you're learning from their example and they're learning from your example and all of that, mm-hmm. I maintain that we are the stronger energy. You know what I'm saying? We are yeah. absolutely being the change. And so people who are just kind of lost and confused and just drinking a Kool-Aid, doing what their parents did, and doing what the same old system has always taught them, they'll get it. Mm-hmm. They'll eventually get it. They'll eventually get it because of the rest of us. And the ones yeah. who don't get it, they don't want to and don't worry about them. That's true, yeah. I, I tried, you know, how you try to help certain people in life 
have a make better life decisions, you know, That's try right. to think more logically instead of thinking so much emotionally. Yes. And I feel like I've always been like that only because of my mother having a strong mindset, giving the best advice and teaching me how to separate my emotions from my problems. And when she was gone, I went through a lot of healing in my process, but I had to refine myself in my healing process because I lost myself when I left, when my mother passed away. So that refinding myself and re-understanding and listening to her voice in my head to help me understand the bigger picture, like, we got to think logically about what we want to do. We just can't think and act off of emotions. But the beautiful part is, it's like a pendulum, right? So some people are like super emotional and out of control and impulse control and all that. And then they have to learn how to grow to be more logical. Some people are too damn logical for their own good and they can't operate in the things of spiritual or or mm-hmm. or, or even trust or listen at all to their own emotions because emotions can be indicators right they're yes, not just they no good we just not supposed to be ruled by them right but if you get a healthy balance right of knowing what your emotions are doing for you and what they're telling you but at the same time using your logic to sort of navigate the world i think that that's the ideal balance but they didn't teach us that they either taught us oh you're too emotional or they taught us oh if you know you're too logical and you just need to be and it's not all of either you know it's yeah. it's trusting yourself you know what i mean it's trusting everything you've learned everything you've been through and everything you know and then in that moment knowing okay well is this a situation where i should keep my mouth shut and mind my own business is this a situation where i should give my two cents worth in you know mm-hmm. is is me giving this person my opinion gonna harm them you know and and it's, it's not cut and dry ever i don't think yeah yeah but that's wisdom, you know, you just in each and every situation, you show up fully of your 100% authentic self. And then you just be in that moment. And then you can trust that, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to be moving and flowing in the right direction uh, of yes. being your, yourself. Trust in the process. And moving, yes. And moving with the flow that flows to you and not. Yeah away from you yes 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 and not always trying to direct the flow and control the flow right because yeah sometimes you can't our, control nothing but yourself that a and sometimes they got us thinking that stuff is supposed to look a certain kind of way so mm-hmm. we're out here wishing for things to be a certain kind of way and our whole concept of the way it's supposed to be has been corrupted so we don't even, we don't, we haven't even, a lot of people haven't even, and I'm going to say we on this one, because I'm, I'm rediscovering this, even though I grew up very free, you know, my parents didn't pressure me into doing stuff. And my parents were divorced, you know, when I was young, but my mom was very, very supportive of me just being who I am, right? But yeah, even in that, society still messes with you as soon as you go to school and peers and friends and then the job world and in college and all these are different environments, you know, where you have to relearn learn relearn how to stand strong and be yourself and and so a lot of times especially if you're a neurodivergent person or any type of different person any kind of difference really any kind of person who was called a weirdo growing up sometimes has to 
relearn how to tap into what the desires of their heart are. What it, what are, what are, what are your passions? What do you like to do? Because only when we flow in that energy are we really most effective and and really you know operating in love and and even able to receive and walk in some of the things that you've been talking about here today. Some people are so busy wearing a mask and trying to be somebody else. That's why they're mad. That's why they're mad. Uh-oh. Chime back in, Andrea. Would you speak in facts? Thank you. Some people can't let other people be. Some people are intimidated by the beauty and the magnificence and the wonder mm-hmm. and the adventure and the passion and the excitement and the love and all those wonderful things that they see on other people because they're so busy. Oh, wait a minute. I'm fitting into the box. I'm following all the rules. I'm doing everything that they said. You're, why aren't you over there doing it? Why are you so happy? Hold on. I, I'm terrified to break out of the box, but you're over there acting all wild and outside the box and it's intimidating and I don't like it and I'm mad and I want you to get back in your box so that it doesn't make me feel so uncomfortable. That's what's yeah. on a lot of people and sadly a lot of men. But not all of them. Let me yeah, be the not, not all, all girl because I got a good one and I would be wrong <laughs> if I don't shout him out. And he has this group of friends. Listen, I want to encourage and inspire everybody because there is a beautiful group of young men and women across the internet, Twitter, uh, here, um, TikTok, that is being the change in these conversations. And it's refreshing for me. Like you, you know, when I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Um, Dr. Odie is one and I'm hoping I get him on Wisdom, but um, he's on TikTok. My name super long and he is a licensed therapist and he is what he loves to call a misandrist like he is you know they can they say oh you're you're pandering and you're a pick me but he is a beautiful drop dead gorgeous man with a good job got his own money he's like he don't need to be no pick me he don't need to pander that's just something people say when you're stepping on their toes you know Speaking the truth, yes. breaking those breaking those walls down, breaking yes. those barriers. Yeah. Yes. So I I want I just yeah I appreciate you and all of the people who are passionately sharing their truths, yes. and some people can't take it right because of the way you know uh, it's not what you said it's how you said it. You sound so passionate, it's intimidating. Yeah. But they just have to understand this is your lived experience and this is what you've been through. And we are pushing past the trauma and pushing past the stress. But excuse me if when I talk about it, I sound passionate, but you're still doing it in a very loving way and in a way that you're giving hope. And so I I really think that that's that's the it. That's the that's being the change. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, check my podcast out. I'm on Anchor. I'm on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a whole different different platforms. And I just really try to touch different topics just to enlighten people about self-awareness because I feel like we don't do any of that. And, like, I really do talk about all of that, you know, connecting with yourself. And I also do be openly honest about how I meditate and what I do go through. Because I say to myself, how can I be real? And how can you be keeping it real with Miss Breaker if I'm not real when mm-hmm. I am going through my, my worst moments in my life? I have to explain that to people and be like, you know what? Yeah, this is what I'm going through. This is how I handle it. This is what I've learned from it. 
You know, I always tell people, you know, it's the who, what, where, why, and when. Those are the things you got to ask yourself in situations when you're alone so that you can have a better understanding of your situation and your problems or whatever it is that you're going through to understand you and to understand what really truly happened and how it affects you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have have not had the privilege of this access to these tools. We got to remember that too. Like you're, you're teaching people how to do something. Folk, I, there's a lot of people who were taught that any, like if you not, I mean, meditation is going to get you like possessed or something like that, you know, or, you know, a lot of people don't even know the importance of breathing or yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that what we're doing right now is a form of yoga. A lot of people don't yeah. know. Some people would be like, oh, you just take things too seriously or you get too deep. But no. this is actually a form of yoga. A lot of people don't know that. And they didn't. A lot of us didn't have the privilege and the access to a lot of the information that is the, at the root core of the yeah. work that needs to be done to grow spiritually. You know, we just thought, oh, if I just, you know, go to this building seven days a week and pay my money and listen to this man talk and read these words that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grow spiritually. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, when no. are you supposed to have time to study to show thyself mm-hmm. proof? You know, mm-hmm. so this is new for a lot of people. Yeah, I know. And I know people don't really like those topics. So I just, you know, I had to change the narrative and do something different because it's like, I do try to approach things differently, but it's like, it's hard to get people engaged in stuff like this. And it's like, for the most part, like you said, just being able to understand people aren't used to it. But at the same time, you know, like meditating, I emphasize what I do, go into nature, being a part of you know that greenery being able to just be in peace being able to smell hear certain sounds that are nature because that's how you get in tune with your true self not just sitting in kumbaya and humming and all that no you really gotta walk your walk and walk your ground and be a part of you just reminded me why i came up here You were talking about your um your granddad and you were talking about your family and the farm and how we that's what we were talking about before all of this. Yeah. I wanted to say yes. It it makes them strong bones, them good bones, that good immune system. We were raised, all of us did it. Everybody was outside picking in the garden, everybody was outside turning over the garden, everybody was outside feeding the animals, doing whatever Mm -hmm. you did. If you had to go get firewood, if you had to go whatever you did, it wasn't a gender thing. It you had to be prepared. It, you had to be prepared for anything. Anything. Period. Yes. Yeah. That's what I came up here to amen you on. And there you go. You brought it right <laughs> back around because even now, I actually live in a very desert area. It's really not conducive to gardening and growing stuff. But guess what? I'm yeah. doing it anyway. I'm doing yes. it anyway. I'm you doing it to, anyway. You because to, you bring that yeah. green to your life. Always. There's always a way. Even if you just got to put a little corner in your kitchen, it will bring so much life to you just to be, you know, um, and and nurturing whatever kind of plant life, even if you're not growing food yet. But I highly encourage everybody to grow food. Yeah, I already got Um, my seeds. But it just Mm -hmm. is so enriching. It's so important. And it's such a huge part of my happiness and my joy and what I do. So I wanted to amen you on that and say, yeah, of course we do outside work 
and yeah, I know how to drive yeah. a stick shift and I know how to drive a motorcycle and I know how to change a tire and I know how to change windshield wipers sometimes when the guy who owns the car can't do. So yeah, you have to be prepared for anything and, and gender be yep. down. You know, let me tell you, not to cut you, but when I was working, um, you know, I checked my car, you know, I'm checking, making sure because my antifreeze was messed up for a minute. So I had to make sure I had fluid and whatnot, trying to make sure it's not leaking so much so I can drive to get it fixed at my cousin's shop. Long story short, this woman came up to me. She's like, is everything okay? Is Does everything look right? And I'm thinking like she knows what she's talking about. And I'm just like, well, it looks like everything's fine. The radiator is not, heat, you know, leaking, and, and you know, it's only a two two drops right now. My car is running, so it seems fine. The water's still high in the radiator box, so it looks good. She goes to me, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know you. You know way more than I know about cars." And I'm like, "Lady, I appreciate your concern, but you weren't that helpful." <laughs> and it's like that right there is like. You don't need to be a man to know that. Women are able to drive now. You should know that just because you're able to do these things. So you need to know how to run and do things like that. You shouldn't rely on a man just because this is a man's role. There's no such thing. You are a driver too. I'm a, he's a driver. We're both drivers. We both need to know how to change your fucking tire. That's right. Not just him, you too, because you drive. Taking responsibility for myself is that if I'm going to operate a car or a motorcycle or an airplane, right? Because Mm -hmm. in certain situations, maybe it's just me and my life, but in certain other situations, it's other people's lives too. So if I'm going to operate any heavy equipment, right, whether you forklift and whatever, then you need to make sure that the equipment is working properly and that you're not going to crash it and hurt somebody else or yourself or whatever. We all have to take responsibility for ourselves and our equipment that's not i don't see how that has anything to do with a gender i just don't even get that it really don't it has nothing to do with gender nothing nothing so, at all that's propaganda too i guess that's a seed that they're planting out here because i've seen a lot lately where there are these conversations oh this was mind-blowing where the guys would be like oh well if that's not women's work then i guess then you don't mind changing a tire or they're saying things like women don't do building work and I know plenty of women contractors and construction companies that are owned by women and all Mm -hmm. kinds of stuff and I just don't even know where these things are coming from from young people that I'm like what where do you hear that at? Yeah my cousin does landscaping. All women I know drive stick shifts what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah for real. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. We do it too we can do it too propaganda we got to be careful of that propaganda but it goes the other way we got to be careful of the propaganda that they're saying about men too because not all men are trifling like that so yeah that's yeah not yeah. all men are like that some of them are not all <laughs> thank you lady <laughs> no problem no problem you too take care all right sonia i'm gonna let you back in what you got homie what's the word What's up, my oh, yeah, back, back again like I never loved. What's up with you? What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? I see. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Dre, Dre bring, bring, brings that energy, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. She bring, she bring that energy, man. I love it, man. But yeah, uh, something, something. Like I said, I'm going, I'm going to play, I'm going to play devil's advocate up in a realistic way, you know. To, I guess towards something that that uh. 
that uh that uh Dre had touched on. She touched on uh uh you know like a therapist from uh TikTok that she wants to bring over here, and you know he he's a misandrist. You know what I mean? But but he but he but then but then you know I love how she went into detail. You know, you know people 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 may call him that because you know he may speak the uncomfortable truths. You know what yeah. I mean? And then and then you know what I mean? Well, like like literally on the other end of the spectrum, men are called misogynistic because they may speak an uncomfortable truth about women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like that's a truth too. You know, both 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 things can be true, and both both things are true. You know what I mean? Because because the definition of both of those words, you know, you know, misogynistic. Literally, the definition is the hatred and contempt for women. To be to be a misandrist is the hatred and contempt for men. That yeah. those, those, those are the like the Webster Collegiate like <laughs> definitions of those words. You know, it's like it's you know what I mean. It's just it's just what it is because because sometimes you can tell a woman the truth and she'll just be like misogynistic. That's that, that's misogynistic. And I and I actually said this recently to like to a woman to where I was like, no no like this this is crazy too because I know I know you, you and Gray had touched on this too about like the propaganda TikTok. Mm-hmm. People don't even re- think I I want people to really listen to what I'm about to say right now. And, and people don't even really know what they're talking about. Why? Because like I just went through this with a woman. I said something. I forgot the situation, but it just threw me off because she was like, "That's misogynistic." And I said, "What does misogynistic mean?" And she could not answer the definition. And then I started to think she was, "Oh, I just see it on social." Oh, so you social see media. it on social. You're so you're social getting media so, you, so you're getting you. yeah, you're getting. Yeah, you're getting socially conditioned to see a word, and now you're falling into the agenda. You're a tool. You're a pawn for the agenda. Come on now. I don't think, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 when you really dive into the depths of this, into the rabbit hole, and you get to the core of it, come on now. People are so, I'm telling you, I really went through this recently. Ju- Ju- hey, I went through this. It was, I, I forgot exactly what it was. I, I'm trying to think, but all I know is she called me a misogynistic, and I said, "What's the definition of it?" She, I don't. Uh, I just. I don't. Uh, huh? So you're so you're just saying something that you don't even know. Yeah. Come on now, like you're just, you're you're fucking. You want to be this so bad, but you don't even know what you're talking about. You before you can be an activist, you have to study what it is you have to be educated on what it is you have to get the uncommon knowledge instead instead of the superficial surface level social media shit you know what i mean like 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 people need to people need to man be aware of surface dwellers people who just want to sit on the surface of things man you gotta you gotta ask questions you gotta ask why you You do 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 you know what that is do you know why this is do you know why you think the way you think Mm-hmm. Like, 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 you could be sitting here saying that, oh, I don't want to follow an agenda, and you are following one. Yeah. I don't want to follow that propaganda, and you are following a propaganda. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like for real, for real, because people, because people are really believe that they're thinking for themselves when they're thinking for this illusionary group that's 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 on the back burner right now. Like you're 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 <laughs> like like people people man. It's <laughs> 
it's just it's just so crazy that people that you know what I mean. I just I just I just want to touch on that because I because I actually went through that recently where people don't even know the definition of like misandrous and and. and and misogyny and stuff like that. People are just saying it just to like just fucking say it, and I'm like, yeah, nah. just to say it. Yeah, you're not just yeah. to, just to sound educated, but not educated among that word, not familiar with it, not actually analyzing it from the T instead of just observing other people's reaction. You got to always learn for yourself and not try to, it's important to learn from other people. Yes. But you also got to take that note for yourself. Like you said that, why, why, why is it this way? Why do they feel that way? Why do they feel so strongly about this word? Why are they using it this way? You do. Cause that's how you educate yourself. You, you can listen and, you know, be observant. But then when the tables turn, you got to be able to do that research for you. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Let me uh uh, uh let me touch on this right here. The black the black empowerment. So let me touch on this because 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 this is big within our culture. I know a couple times, you know, a couple people brought up TikTok and stuff like that. Uh, do how do you feel about the 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 role that music plays within the agenda and propaganda like you know what i mean i mean as far as like even like some of the black the black like i don't really listen to like i guess like future but I, but i'm not gonna sit here and act like yeah future, it's either. toxic you know what i mean future, yeah see yeah. this is yeah, so it, it, i'm an old soul yeah. i listen to what preaches right to me in my right mind you know a lot of times yeah. people be preaching is sex drugs and violence and i'm not that type of person i'm a loving caring supportive nurturing i'm me i keep it real i'm honest i like to learn and learn from my mistakes so i'm that type of woman so for me i listen to like j cole i listen to kendrick lamar i listen mm-hmm. to uh, Jonah Lucas. I listened to Nipsey Hussle. I listened to Kanye back then when he was speaking that real shit. But I, I listened to Tupac. I listened to Biggie. I listened to stories. And yeah. now it's like the stories and the narratives are changing for the rappers where it's kind of confusing. It's like, damn, all these fucking rappers are disrespecting women. There we go again to why black women are always discredited or disrespectful. Disrespected mm-hmm. is because it's in our music. You know what I mean? It's heavy in our music. So it's yeah. like, how do we emphasize the simple fact that we need to change the narrative? I listen to Tank. I listen to Genuine. I listen to Tyrese. I listen to R&B singers, too, that preach love, loving on a woman, loving on a black woman. Because yeah. those are the things that I want for myself. And for yeah. me to be able to concentrate on me and what I want for me and figuring out for me, I got to be able to listen to the things that lead me into those those roots of my true self and being able to find that companionship with somebody. You know what I mean? And it sucks. It sucks that music does have that type of influence and white people support people that, you know, advocate drug sex and violence. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's hard. Yeah, nah, yeah, 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 definitely. That's why, that's why, that's why I bring up the men, you know, like, I don't know if anyone noticed, but like, anytime I talk, you know, like, like, this is what I do. I, try to hold the men accountable first you know what yeah. i mean like like i brought up future you know you know what i mean earlier you know what i mean yeah yeah respectfully like earlier earlier when i first came on i brought up how you know men 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 need to vet themselves or do better to improve themselves to assess their situations better you know what i mean before they can go yeah. into a relationship with 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 a woman you know what i mean and then like you know what i mean because 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 you know the sisterhood 
is a thing and you know bro code that is a thing you know what i mean it just it just it just is you know and then like you know i, I guess a big reason i want to touch on that too is because it's because like you know the mainstream music for 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 men is 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 you know i think i think it's it's i mean just to put it simply you know it's degrading to uh to uh to uh women and and the reason why i brung that up too julia is because i really want i want i wanted you to touch on the mainstream music of uh women because you know you might yeah women do the same it's the same thing yeah 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 exactly that's why because you know i I, 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 I was gonna bring up like cardi b megan you know the city girls you know the new girls i like cardi b and cardi b and megan are two different women but they they talk similar things but cardi b is different for me cardi b reminds like little kim is like a mega stallion like Trish, uh, uh, not Trish, Trina. Um, we got different people. I'm more of a, if I do talk about the women that like Missy Elliott, yeah, she talked about being sexy, being cool, but she did yeah. it in a way that didn't sexualize herself where it was p- promoting sex. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, I look, she I look was at promoting it like dance and culture and yeah. hip hop and really emph- emphasizing the arts of music. Yeah. See, see, and, and and that's the thing. But I want I wanted you to touch on because, and I'm and I, and I'm glad you brought up Cardi because that's that's why I wanted to touch on it because I'm like, I mean, like, how do you feel about you know Cardi B not not letting her daughter listen to her music? Woo, you know? brother! I can hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try you back in. I'm gonna try you back in. Speak the truth real quick. So for me, it's hard to really hide those type of things from your child, right? You got Kim Kardashian. She tried to hide her sex tape for the longest, and what who, she I would I would have thought her first child would have found that damn sex tape, but no, it was her last. But for the most part, it's like you can't really hide certain things like that. Eventually, your child's gonna exactly. hear. Exactly. But for the for the simple fact that she's not letting her child hear her music as she is the age that she is now, she's not trying to corrupt or confuse her innocence. And I respect that as a mother to be like, you know what, my music doesn't promote the best for my child so if i'm doing this for you know a lifestyle to provide and to do this i gotta separate my job from my family and from my home and i feel like what she's doing is so important because that is important when it comes to motherhood especially in the field that she's in as a mc and doing what she's doing shaking her ass doing this talk about her lifestyle doing (laughs) this she's really exposing herself to the world where it's like you know, but this is how she's expressing herself because she's being her true self. So it's yeah. like, yeah, this is me, but I want to be able to teach my daughter a different way where she can mm-hmm. learn from me and not from my music because my music mm-hmm. might give off a different message, might lead mm-hmm. you a different way. Exactly. So if you want to hear my truth, you're going to hear my truth as I teach you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I respect Cardi B for doing that because she's teaching her child how to, she's, she's, she's not even teaching her child, but she's keeping her child's innocence. And yes, being able to yes, shape her the way yes. that she wants to shape her without having society or her music shape the way she sees her mother, where mm-hmm. now she starts to disrespect or get out of character or start being fast at a young age and mm-hmm. not understanding the struggles her mother went through as, as far as what she had to do to be where she is today. Yeah, type no, shit. You definitely, know what I mean? Yes. I respect her. I yes. respect her. Hey, hey, and I echo those sentiments. The, the exact part of what I echo is the part where I respect her for it because she knows that this could infiltrate my daughter's mind yes. and give her 
and give her these confusing type of messages within their minds. I don't think people realize this as much, but if you listen to something over and over and over and over again, you are affirming that within your subconscious mind. It's, it's just like you telling yourself affirmation or, 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 or you getting on YouTube and you look up affirmation videos because you want it to play in your subconscious mind. It's the exact same way with music, whether you want to stick to that truth or not, you are, you are going to sort of in a way, even in the smallest bit, start to live that way. The more you, the more you listen to it, you know what I mean? Because that that's why, that's why I touched on it because because yeah, she yeah she she is she is keeping the innocence of her her uh uh you know child. But then I look at it like this too. She Car- Cardi Cardi B in a way is like you know you know she 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 is 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 poisoning some of the women's minds up in uh, you know like the like adults' minds. You know what I mean? Just like just like Future is poisoning some of the adult men's minds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like that's, and that's, and that's what I touched on. Cause I seen, I seen something recently that kind of, that kind of like, it kind of, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, damn, that's why she thinks that way. You know, it was this dude who, uh, who, who basically like, who, who like another dude had picked up his, his girlfriend up in a Hummer and, you know, he, and, and he, and, 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 and the dude got her location and she was somewhere that she said she wasn't going to be. And then she was, and then she wasn't answering the phone. So he thought, that she wasn't he thought that she wasn't uh uh where she was you know like like probably like probably getting kidnapped she thought some he thought something was happening to her bad so he mm-hmm. followed her and then basically she was getting out of this dude truck with a hummer and then and then and then and then so he's talking to her and then he and then he's like man i'm just trying to protect you and she and she and, and this is what this woman said she said she said well just like glorilla said you know god damn it i can get another one and, and you know, and you know, so like, I think, I think that's the new uh uh uh, uh fuck nigga free song, you know, F R E E for you know what yeah. I mean. So it's like it made me think like that was her comeback, like literally all of this just to say I'm following some music, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get an, I'm just gonna get another one. I'm just gonna oh well, well well I'm free, you know what I mean? Like and I'm like oh shit. So this dude yeah. is really this dude was really concerned with you truthfully concerned with you because you wasn't answering the phone and you gave him your location that was consensual you didn't deny it so you gave him your location you wasn't picking up the phone because you were somewhere you weren't supposed to be and you know and but but you were influenced you you're 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 to think that the initial reaction out of your mouth was was you were influenced by a line from the fuck nigga free song from glorilla like <laughs> that that shit. That's real immature, though, for real. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, and then you know that that shit just made me think like music is so powerful. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Music is so it's it is so it's powerful. very influential. Yeah, because people don't understand how um how music can really control the mind in so many different ways and try to shape and mold into different. You know, you got to be able to snap out of things. Like I do have my ratchet music, but that's not my go-to. What I go to is my soulful, peaceful things that are preaching and things that I see from me type thing. You know what I mean? I see happy love. I see all of that. And I can feel the difference. You know, I'm in tune with myself. I understand myself. So I know what makes me happy or what makes me sad, what makes me angry. I've got a clear understanding of those things that 
will help me better make life choices and decisions and how I move and how I preach and what I say to my universe because I want to be blessed. I want all of those positive positive things because that's what I want to keep mm-hmm. for me, you know what I mean, for my own sanity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't pay attention to that, honestly. A lot of people aren't woke like that. If you got to be real woke with yourself to understand the true, you know, meaning of what we need to understand on uh, how we move for us. And really, we're all connected. So when you talk bad about them, you're talking bad about yourself. So it's like understanding that we're all connected as one. So you got to be able to respect everyone. And I forgot, listen, DMX said something like, you know, expect, don't, don't, um, work yourself up so much trying to think whether or not this person is truthful. Just have that in your mind that they're a truthful person. He said, just like you see a snake, you know, the snake, you go to touch a snake, the snake's going to bite you. You see a lion, you see the fucking lion, you know, the lion is going to bite you. Just know when you see their colors or when you see them for who they are, don't be surprised because you already knew what it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and a lot of times people don't really take and channel that inner um, thought like, you know, shit, this person's this way, this way, that way. People just, oh, they fucked up. Oh, I don't like people. I can't stand this. Da, da, da. They more reason with the simple fact that it's always somebody, but it always takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. And you always got to pay attention to how things are moving. Me, I've kind of accepted the fact that if you walk out of my life, if you gone, you come back, I'll say hello. I'll have a little chat. You know, you're returning in my chapters for a reason. And I got my closure because I understand my true peace. I understand my true meaning. And I know my purpose. And I know that people will come and go like the season. So I don't care. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to continue to grow as the person that I am. So mm-hmm. when I when I pay attention to those things, a lot of people aren't in touch with their inner self. Or a lot of people aren't in touch with understanding spirituality at its full potential. They just think this, you need a bell, you need to do this, you need to do all these uh, exercises. No, it's really just being in tune with nature and being able to really collectively speak to you and truly understand you, but really analyze all your situations and really think like, damn, I, what happened was fucked up, but really be reasoning with yourself. Because like you said, you like to play devil's advocate because you don't like to be everybody's yes man. Me, I like to listen. I like to talk. I say my thing. You don't know what else I got laying in my layers or my chapters. But what you do know is I'm real and I keep it real. And I speak truthfully because I can be uh, diversatile in certain situations. But for the most part, I try to be well-rounded in a sense where I'm being respectful because at the end of the day, everybody does have their opinions, but with with everybody trying to be coming in tune with themselves, it really takes them. You like you can lead you can lead a horse to water, but that you can't force the the horse to drink the water. I can lead you to the water. I can't sit before you. <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you definitely, know? definitely, man, definitely. Yeah, it's not nah, so. It's so much, you know. You know, especially, you know what I mean, you touching on uh, spirituality, you know, that's a whole other topic. You know, I always say, 
you know, like when people, I always ask people, you know, what is spirituality? And then, you know, they'll just give me the spill. And I always say, you know, spirituality is just reality in totality. <laughs> That's all it is. It's, it's, it's maybe the blind spots that you've never seen before. Yeah. No doubt, for real. I'm going to get Alicia in here. again i'm just i'm loving the whole, all of the topics i'm like this is so yeah. good um but maybe you want to jump back in the um the cue was um we were talking about music and how music uh influences the culture and um just in general too you know women's state of mind and um and everything uh i did want to uh say um you know it's sunny like it wouldn't have mattered if it was i mean this from my perspective obviously um if she had said a beyonce song to the left to the left you know what i mean yeah. uh, because beyonce said the same thing even though beyonce is going through her different changes with her music and shifting you know um from pop to soul she does it all you know what i mean so regardless yeah. if it was like Glorilla lyric that she had said or if she popped out with the with the Beyonce to the left, you know, I can get another one. You know what I mean? Um, because Beyonce is a little bit more on the empowerment of things. Right. Mm -hmm. It still had the same message is basically what I'm saying. And um, and I agree 100 percent. You know, um, it was resonating with me how you're saying, you know, with Cardi B and not wanting her, her child to hear the same music you know that's not her audience her audience isn't toddlers and whatnot you know what i mean yeah. plus, you want to keep that innocence of your children as long as you can because the world is already going to throw so much stuff at them you know um and then back on the with our songs and our music and the different things you know like i totally i I'm, i love music it's one of my, my whole things you know what i mean like i like mm -hmm. musicals and it's one of those things like a lot of um, what you know, what we're currently considering the ratchet music and stuff like that, with a lot of the um, female rappers and how it's all like you know, p p p pushing all the p, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kitty cat music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I call it. Um, but it's like uh, there's so much. Um, it's it as women, you know, outside of you know when we had Trina and we had Lil Kim and stuff like that, and um to really give us this empowerment of our sexuality. Yeah, there was so much of um things that were degrading of us and calling us bees and hoes and all this other stuff. And then you have these female rappers who can come out here and actually use their sexuality and let us know that it is okay. It's okay for you to feel empowered in a sexy way that's not like I'm in this sexual object. I I can have control and autonomy of my sexuality. And um, it's not for everybody. And I totally get that. You know what I mean? And there's other artists who've done it in a different way that they've made um, sexuality more sensual and more palatable for um, people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I totally yeah, get true. it. Um, but it's one thing when you can sing a, a, a Meg song, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I love me some Megan. And I also mm -hmm. love me some Beyonce and Pink and um yeah. other people too you know um Brittany, yep, me too. Yep. And, Brittany, and, brandy monica. Right, brandy monica yeah you know what I mean? uh, mary come on mary you know oh mary yes and um yeah. i mean we can really take it to Aaliyah too you know um, yes Aaliyah. <laughs> hell yeah we can take it back we and, really can um, right TLC, and then there's the other girls. genres too right yeah. and we have because you know as um 
you know, black black people in general, you know, we have a huge range. It's not just our rap and um, things like that. You know, we have the other music too, and then we're still able to get that message out. But yes, uh, we can be influenced by the music and a lot of the music industry is done intentional to um, kind of push a certain narrative. You know, it's yeah. hard for certain real spiritual artists to really get out there and, and push what they're, they're going. But we're in a day and age now where we can really see it, you know, like with Moonlight Scorpio or with even her, you know, um, regular her, because uh, I was thinking about uh, Meg's song, her, but they're not one and the same. Um, and then you have uh, other people who are really coming out with their different affirmational songs and other things that's uplifting and changing yeah. some of those narratives, you know, um, NIICO, you know, with the King's affirmation yeah. or yeah. Um, you even have like, uh, you know, um, Emily Malelli, who's like, I am woman. Lotto has her yeah. different variations where she's speaking on a more positive end. Alicia Keys, I can't forget about her. She's my favorite. I love Alicia. She's my favorite. She's one of my favorite artists. And, like, you know, and, yes. and each one of the different women showing those that different sides, we are so... Um, multifaceted and not just our the way we think as women or how we hold our sexuality or how we express certain things about ourselves you know um there was one thing uh you're saying how you know we don't want our girls to grow up fast and and when we have that um there are certain things that in our culture that says this person's doing this that's deeming them fast only because we as black women have been so overly sexualized you know yeah. if you were your straight as a um a, a elementary student you were probably trying to do too much or whatnot and then you grow up and you're forced to wear your hair straight you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. there's just it's just so so much especially when it comes to music oh we could talk about some music you know what i mean um, oh yeah but they'll demonize us uh and now and when i say they i'm saying those who do demonize not as in like men or um, yeah, yeah. other people of different cultures you know what i mean because there's just mm -hmm. so much and you were even talking about missy missy is probably one of the greatest female rappers of all time in her yes is so creative it's so phenomenal and it can be empowering and it's fun and um and you could see, like, even with her, sometimes people were um, body shaming her through the weight loss and all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff, you know? Um, she was going through a mental, I'm not going to, she was going through a health crisis. Like, uh, I forgot what it's called when you gain and lose weight, but you can't control it. I forgot what it's called. But she was going through that. And it's like those simple things as far as, like, not really understanding people's truth. We so quick to judge instead of just really understanding. And I don't mean we as in me, but other people are so quick to judge and, you know, point shit out, but don't really understand the backstory of it. Yay. And it's sad because like, um, oh my goodness, the Black Panther, what's his name that just died? I can't, oh. Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Um, you know, Just Hilarious on Instagram? Yeah. She's a comedian. So she spoke on him and was like, oh wow, this dude's skinny, da da da. She clowned him. And uh -huh. then after he died and they realized that he had cancer, they tried to cancel Jess. But Jess was like, I didn't know. I'm a comedian. We do this all the time. We make in front of people. We don't really understand. People don't say nothing. I mean, yes, he had his life private. But, you know, it's just like we got to be more understanding as people and just know, like, there's a backstory to everybody's trauma and everybody's problems. 
we can't be so quick to jump on to talking about and making fun of. You know, we got to take the time to really analyze and view what's going on. Yes, and to dig deeper. Yes, to dig deeper. So, so true. And you're you're right. You hit something right there where we don't look, we, we were quick to look at the surface, you know, and judge people when this man was really out here, you know, doing it for the culture and working through all of that stuff and literally, mm-hmm. you know, putting out some really good um, work material for, you know, not just for, you know, us as the culture, but just in general too, you know, for a lot of people, he played a lot of prominent black leaders um, throughout his um, discography, I guess you'd call it, or, mm-hmm. you know, throughout a lot of his movies. And at one point, you know, that was a joke that he's played every um, black male <laughs> Yeah, no, he did. He was, yo, he was banging them all out. He wasn't playing. He was like, I'm going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, it, yep, that, okay, yep, I'll take that one too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, For and real. one girl that I really like, if y'all haven't heard of her, Tony Jones, I absolutely love her. Um, she, she has one song called Take Up Spaces and been vibing with that one. So if you haven't Tony Jones, you know, definitely okay. um, check her out. Um, definitely on those mantras and you know um, she she speaks more like poetically um, with mm-hmm. her affirmations and it's it's really nice to hear um, how music is shifting and, and we can like a Glorilla and a Cardi and a Meg and still listen to something more poetic and poetry and still have our um, you know our, our mainstays you know yeah, that's definitely. On the, you know because that just helps um, that's because we we're be all versatile, we have to but understand the message yeah, because we have all kinds of part of us. We have our innocent side and we have our freaky deaky side too. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, it's yeah, all mixed into we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got to say. Those are, those are my extra two cents. I, I think I'm, I'm on like a dollar right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I appreciate it, though. But you, oh, and let's not forget Lizzo. Uh, oh, Lizzo. listen, I did a podcast on... Have you watched Lizzo's Big Girls? You better chime back in. I'm going to put you back on. God. Have you watched that TV show? Ooh, no. Oh, no. You got to uh, watch it on... It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, and if you have Amazon Prime account, you can watch your TV show without having to pay for it. But, oh, look, I'm going to do it. You better do it, girl. It. But Lizzo, like, when I tell you how she goes through the real truth and, like, in depthness of understanding what it means to be a big girl, what it means to love yourself as a big girl, you know, knowing that it's a struggle, but understanding self-love, because you got to love yourself, and if you want to change, you got to change for you, you know, when you want to, and not just because people are saying, oh, you too fat, or you too this, or you too that. So true. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's Look. so important. And like, yo, you gotta watch that show. I don't want to spoil too much for you, but when she goes through, when she talks to these women about being sexy, I'm a big girl, so you know, I grew up with a big mother. You know, she's a beautiful big girl, fat girl with a ph. And mm-hmm. when I tell you, when I saw that, I was so in tears because I was like. I'm so thankful and grateful that I was blessed enough to have my mother enough to know how to love myself as a big girl. You know, don't care about other people's opinion. If this is what you want to wear, this is how you want to dress, do it for you. You want to change, you want to lose weight, you want to do this, do it for you. 
Don't do it because people are picking on you and doing this. You got to love yourself first before you can sit and listen to anyone else. First of all, who gives a fuck about what anybody has to say? Because at the end of the day, you know what's truthful for you. That You walk in your own shoes. No one's walking in your shoes but you. So no one can preach or speak or say anything to you, especially when it involves you, because only you know that about yourself. So true, so true. And as a, a body positivity advocate myself, yes, uh, you yes. know, I, uh, and it's it's interesting how it's a lot of people who um, this, and it's usually smaller people who are like, oh my gosh, how can you love yourself? What about your health and all this other stuff, right? When that's really coming from a, their own place of self-hate. Like, because mm-hmm. you're skinny, you have what would be it all, and you're living this normie type of life, but you're still unhappy. So how can this big person over here be happy when, you know, and I'm speaking for the skinny people who are like this, you know, when I'm miserable, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, mm-hmm. don't hate because I'm happy and I'm jolly. Like, yes. like, no. And it's so interesting how they'll say, because, you know, I Lizzo, appreciate my confidence because right. at the end of the day, I am confident in myself and you should be too. And it's you personal to you. Mm-hmm. It's personal when you don't. When you when you hate and you have something negative to say, it's personal to you. You're not happy with yourself. You're miserable. Yes. Self love. And it's fine self love. Ugh. Yes, self-love, self-loving care. And taking that mm-hmm. moment to have that self-reflection, whoo, it's it's almost like the keys to life because it, it irks me so much that you'll hear all the backlash that Liz will have when it's like fat men in society haven't really had those issues. No one's like, oh, but she's going to pass out on stage. They didn't say that to fat fun. I mean, you know, God bless that. Um, or yeah. that Joe or um, even Big DJ Tom. Khaled. Big Papa, Rick, you know what I mean? Rick Ross, Big Papa, yeah. yep. Thank you. And it's like their weight didn't come before their art. Their art has always been there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, let her art shine. Let her do. And then who, this, you know, she does all these sets. She's moving. She's twerking. She's playing the flute. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that, oh, it's a health, it's, it's, you're worried about her health. Do you know how much stuff that she's doing? And she's doing yoga and eating clean and things like that? Like, if anything, all the cardio that she's doing, she, she's pretty strong. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't oh, know. Real. I can sing to the caliber that she's singing, dancing, and doing all those things. Come on, now. All at once, really hustling, really moving that body. And that's why you need to watch it. You need to watch the show. Because she uh, really gets into it with those girls. And, like, oh, it's just it's a beautiful thing to really understand what she goes through on a day-to-basis in her career and how important it is to have different big girls to own up, to live up, to respect and love themselves enough to push hard just as much as she does. Because at the end of the day, yes, it's not easy. Yes, this ain't this ain't this ain't this ain't easy. I'm not just playing around. No, I'm taking the time to take care of myself, take care of my body, take take care of how I do things. Really sit time for myself and just love myself more when I have a lot of hate being thrown at me and that's how she I like how she does her connections with these women because it's so helpful there was one girl on there damn I hate to spill the tea but no it's okay spill it girl (laughs) she um she was older and I could tell she wasn't gonna make it 
because her attitude, her persona, how she was coming off to these girls, like, oh, I'm older, I've been doing this for years, and da-da-da, yeah, I might have had two kids, but at the end of the day, I can do this, is whatever, but she was causing so many problems with these girls and not building a natural connection as far as just being in that society of being a black woman, being a black big woman, instead of just gender subjectifying herself like, you know what, I'm older than all you girls, so you need to respect me as your elder, and blah, blah, blah. She wasn't connecting to them in a way that was going to help her grow and help her be a better team player and not someone who's just stuck up and thinks she's better than everyone. But they had this woman go see a therapist because she is mentally disconnected with herself. And I don't knock therapy. Therapy is definitely good when it's needed. But she was so disconnected from herself, she kept blaming other people for her actions. And that was just that was just wrong. But I appreciate Lizzo implementing that rawness of I take my job serious. You're not here to stay. You can go anytime. I can drop you. You're nothing to me. Because you're not nothing to me in that sense, but you're nothing to me in the sense where it's like if you don't care as much as I care for you, you're nothing. You're never going to be nothing if you don't love yourself as much as I love you. you got to love you just as much as I love me and my business and what I do. And staying connected as a family, as a sisterhood. That part right there, golden. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's on my watch list. Yes. <laughs> I got to get back time. <laughs> yes. Look, and I look forward to us uh, talking about it after I watch it, too, because I'm like, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's sisterhood. I didn't realize how important that is. And it sucks because, like, I have cousins, I have sisters, and I don't, I try to create that, but it's like, you can't force people to do something that is beneficial for both of us. You know, it's like, I just say, you know, I'm here. I always say that I'm here. Whatever you need me, I'm here. I don't want you to ever feel like you're alone or whatever the situation is. When my sister be posting, my cousins be posting off Instagram, freaking Facebook, Snapchat, they mad, they lonely. I'll be like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I'm one call away, you know, create that sisterhood, create that sanctuary where we can all connect with one another on that spirituality just having communication to understand the why part. Mm. I tell you, that's, it's a beautiful thing having a sisterhood. And even if it's, you know, not even by blood, um, I think Andrea was saying, you know, some we have kinfolk too that don't even look like us. And I've, I've started to really, really um, feel that, especially me being neurospicy and whatnot. You know, sometimes the closest people to you um, you've probably met on social or through the internet or something like that, you know? Um, and they, they vibe and they get you in a, in a way that you have felt like, you know, um, you didn't feel before. Cause, and I can resonate with that being that weirder or being a blurred, you know what I mean? A black nerd. And, um, so it, it's, it's really interesting how creating a sisterhood and, um, a friendship through those common things that really resonate with us so that we can all grow spiritually, mentally, financially as well. You know, mm -hmm. I love that each one teach one and reach one, um, yes. because it's, it's really, really needed because we don't know what we don't know. And we it's really know. nice to even hear that, you know, Lizzo is doing her part to definitely, you know, spread love and kindness and compassion because we, we need a little bit more of um, kindness and compassion in our world because yeah, um, that's what's going to help us see so perspective. For real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you've been doing this thing, Julie. Yeah, it's Julie, <laughs> Julie, Julie, Olivia, look. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, Julia. Yeah, yeah Julia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah, appreciate this. This thing. has been amazing today. I tell you. Um, and it's just, uh, it's so awesome. You know, it really, Thank really you. is. I and appreciate I, it. I, I, I'm like, I'm so glad I got to jump on here. The only thing I don't like is I can't uh, hit the claps when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't got no features. I know that sucks. <laughs> but I hear you. Oh, and I'm just going to, I'm going to step on out and let someone else come in and keep listening. But All right. This has been beautiful you. today. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. I did. Oh. I'm gonna have a new guest, new voice. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Miss Breaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, I came. I came initially. Came in. Was coming in under the empowerment, and then you guys oh. shifted to the music. And now because you shift, no, you shifted again. But it's all good. It's all good because it's happening organically. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's happening organically. And the whole thing is, it's it's not just about what we listening to and how we listening to it and what we should and shouldn't listen to. Because see, I don't let nobody shit on me. Okay, yes, I, I hear everything. you. I'm a daughter of a musician, and I listen to everything from Bach and Beethoven to. Me to too. Missy Elliott, to mm-hmm. to to all the, the the artists you just recently said, uh, um, Meg The Stallion, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sixty one, and I'm sixty one. Okay, and it doesn't for me when you're listening to music. It's what is your intent of your heart? What are you listening for? You know, because when I can mm-hmm. tell you this, when I'm listening to Meg The Stallion and and, and um and my little girl, um, she is so funny. She cracks me up. Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> okay. Because I'm when I'm listening to them, when I feel like, hey, I need to be empowered about such, 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 and such, I may listen to some Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B because can't nobody keep telling me what I'm supposed to wear, when I'm supposed to wear, when mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do it, how I'm supposed to do it, okay? I yep. may listen to a little bit of this. And for me, because I'm a musician's daughter, a drummer's daughter, it's a matter of I'm listening for the beat, Okay. Now, yes. some of the words slide in on that beat, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm careful what the fuck I listen to, but some yeah. shit slide in on that beat, but I love music that makes you move, and I love music yes, that motivates and that empowers, because mm-hmm. I'm a dead, diehard Nelly fan. I'd have went to his concert if I didn't have to be in California I like Nelly at, my, too. At, my brother's, um, <laughs> at my brother's birthday, because when he came through Vegas, I'm like, hey. Oh, that's my boy. That's my, you know, and and like yes. I said, I'm 61. So it, a music ain't got no age, age sure attached to it. Okay, and sure when you're talking about the message in the music, I tend don't tend to listen to a, a lot of misogyny and all that kind of stuff. However, I do listen to braggadocious. I love braggadocious rap. I don't care who's <laughs> doing the bragging because most times it comes out, hey. You said I wasn't gonna be nothing. You said I couldn't do it. Look yes. at me fucking now, and, and yes. I can relate. And I can relate to that because little, I, I think it's little baby. You listen you know? to little baby balling. That's my favorite song. I haven't listened. Heard little baby. Look, I can tell you this. I know this music. I don't know the artist. I know the songs. I don't know the artist. I know the music, and I don't know the words most times. And sometimes I'm like, oh. 
that's what they were saying oh my mm-hmm. god you know because like i said i'm about to beat but i For also real. i also love when like i said i love braggadocious rap because it's not even that they're bragging it's just that they're saying hey you what you said i couldn't do look at me now okay mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing the paper. Okay, look at me now. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I appreciate each DJ one of them Kelly, songs. He does that yes. Too. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's singing the empowerment songs. Okay. Yes. And it don't matter what they empower me about. If I connect to the empowerment and the intent behind the music, yes. I ain't got to worry about the words. Now, some of them songs, when they're misogynistic and stuff, I can tell whether they are talking about something they're doing or something that people said. Well, we're not gonna play your song unless you put this in there so we can get people to buy our products. Okay, I can tell yeah. there's a yeah. damn definite difference between people selling out for their music and people doing the music that matters to them. And you can hear mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I'm a. I call me an empath. Call me whatever. I can feel what the intent is behind the music. Yeah, like Cardi B, hers, her, most of her stuff. And maybe raunchy or whatever. People say raunchy or whatever. But hers came out of people trying to tell her who she was going to be and how she was yep. going to be that because yep. everybody in the family was that. And she wasn't going to be nothing, especially with her teeth mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, wait a minute. How you going to tell me? When, who the fuck are they? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a true believer in somebody trying to tell me how I should talk, how I should walk, how I should do this. I'm like, who the hell are you? Do you pay my rent? Do you have to live with me? Do you have to have to go through whatever I may have to go through if I do some stupid shit? Are you mm-hmm. going to jail for me if I hang out with you and I absolutely know that you doing some foul ass shit? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about empowerment and however we empower each other, whether it's through music, whether it's through talking, whether it's through these conversations, it's about taking our power that we've gained because we've come through some shit and wrapping it around the other people. And Lizzo, mm-hmm. that show is wonderful. I watched the whole thing. I'm waiting for episode the, the, the number two. Season now, two, yeah. Yeah, I'm not so... Uh, some of the stuff there, I wasn't so keen on. And, and some of the behaviors and stuff. But, but the whole yeah, thing is, how it's about... Yeah, acting, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it because weird. the thing is, because they believe the words of the song is what it's coming, it's what's coming forth. And it's not the words that are coming out that uh more so than is what was the intent behind the words and a lot yeah. of people say do this and i watch you watch the some of them people they got they got a husband they got all this stuff yet they sing about they doing something else and yeah. that's like what the hell okay you know <laughs> so, yeah. so you when we're listening we must have an open ear but a discerning one we, can, we can't just listen to any old thing you know, and especially if it's in the wrong energy. I listen for the energy in the music, too. If it's got the wrong energy behind it, that, that gets cut off real fast. Because, And I hate to say this because he, he's been under such attack. <laughs> Ye- <laughs> Yeezy, okay? Uh, some of that stuff, because the energy behind it is, is not right, I turn that off. I turn Wait, it hold on. on. You said Breezy, Chris Brown? No, no, no. I said oh. Yeezy, okay? Oh, Yeezy. Yeah, he's he's changed and yes, he's not the same as he was when his mother was alive. He's he skewed out it out of this place when his mama died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When his mama died, then but you got to realize you got to give him some doggone compassion too. He he paid for the surgery that against the the doctors telling her she wasn't supposed to have. 
the mm-hmm. surgery because of her health. Yet he said, well, I got the money. You want to go go somewhere else and get it? She went somewhere else and got it, and then she died. And he had to live with the fact that he didn't care. All he knew is he wanted to give his mother what she wanted, and what she wanted cost her her death. And he yeah. has to live with that. So he spun out. And nobody takes that into consideration, one, because they he sure don't talk don't. about it. Okay, and then nobody, everybody is so busy trying to get a piece of his ass and his money till nobody's being real with him saying, man, you need to come back home to to let's deal with this guilt. Let's deal with this this survivor guilt. Let's deal with this this thing where you thought money could buy everything, but the money ended up costing you the person you love the most. Nobody wants to deal with him on that level. So I can't be mad at him. I just, I just feel he's a little lost right now, and I can't get yeah. some of the t- behind some of his, his uh, newer, his newer, newer, well, say newer behaviors or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> his, his but new he's in pain. Music. But he's in yeah. pain. When we're in pain, we do some fucked up shit, and I don't we know sure nobody. Do. I don't we know sure nobody do. who ain't been in pain and ain't did no fucked up shit. And if we stop, if we can stop judging. And start encouraging and trying to help people get up from the ground once they're down there. I think it'll be a whole lot better. But yeah, I wanted to come on about the empowerment because it's not just about black empowerment. It's about empowering people because all of us, every single race on the face of this earth, is going through the same damn shit. The same Hell yeah. stuff. We sure the are. same we struggles. We ain't so no all different this from separate- anyone else. Yeah, so all the separating black, white, Mexican, Hispanic, Chinese, Japanese, all that, all them colors and races and stuff, that's bullshit. That was done to, so they can divide, because they divide us into Conquering groups that can divide. conquer us. Yep. Divide and conquer. That's what, that's what a, a domestic violence person does. He first gets you into the confidence and they by giving you this and giving you that and making you think you're coming up. And, and then he tell, then he starts telling you, well, they don't do this for you. And, and they, so they don't need to be around you. They don't do it. Uh, okay. And, and it's about a divide and conquer. And I think it right here on this wisdom map, I, I'm, I can, I can speak for me. It's about lifting everybody because when yeah. I rise up, Everybody rise up, not just the black people, not just the whoever, not just who I may be getting the money from. Everybody rises when I rise. So I'm I'm on the Maya Angelou train. Still I rise. No matter what happens, still I rise. And the thing is, is that, and it's more than that's about the, the, your, your character on the inside. You know, yeah. your character on the inside. And what, what are you going to be empowered by? Are you going to be empowered to do some dumb ass shit? Are you going to be empowered to make make this world a better place? Yes. So that's my two cents. So I love you. Take it easy. Bye. Love you more. All right. Andre, let me get you back in. Let me get you in here, Sunny. Sunny, my bad. Oh. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I get so caught up in listening to everybody else, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, the music. Y'all were talking about music. Yes, all the people that you named. I love all of those people. Yeah. And I wanted to throw back a few people, um, you know, the 
the real Roxanne and the MC Light and the yes. Queen Latifah. Queen, yo, Queen Latifah, yeah, she don't get as much recognition. Lauren Hill. Yeah. If you haven't seen Equalizer, you got to go see that. She is such a beast. Oh, I love her so much. Yes, um, yes, but I love I all that. those people that y'all named. And I love each one of their individual stories. And I want to share this with the older and the younger people. I love the word intersectionality because I cross so many different areas, right? Mm -hmm. um, I grew up around white people all my life, even though I got brown skin, right? I, I don't claim African-American because I researched my ancestry and I know that my ancestors were Native Americans and Europeans, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm a size four, but I was over here eight many, y'all. I had almost forgot I was a size four now because I used to be a size way bigger than that. I ain't gonna say what size I used to be, but I I, <laughs> I lost weight accidentally. I wasn't even trying yeah. to lose weight. What you said, oh, you dropped the mic. Like, telling folk that they need to do this and that and the other because of how they look is stupid. Because big, big, what, being big doesn't equal being unhealthy. Being unhealthy equals being unhealthy. Period. Yes. Period. It ain't got nothing yep. to do with what size nobody is. Period. Like, just ask a sumo wrestler and say mm -hmm. it to him the wrong way if you want to. I dare you. Yep. <laughs> I dare <For> you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I wanted to touch on that, but I also wanted to touch on reminding. I just had a conversation with somebody earlier, Julie. We were talking about words. Her name is Julie, not Julia. Mm -hmm. We were talking about words and I'm an English major. I'm one of them people that everybody calls whitewash because I talk like a white person, quote unquote, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You see? So people assume when they meet me, just because I'm not going along with a particular argument or the other one, then they want to lump me into a category with a bunch of other people, but they don't know that I also fall down all these other in intersections as well. Right. I ain't yeah. always been skinny. Right. Yeah. I haven't always spoke the way that I speak now. I I'm yeah. autistic. I had to go to remedial classes when I was young. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes you can see a person and you end up judging them because of their outcome and you don't realize that their struggle was actually worse than yours. You see, but because yeah. you haven't done all of your work, right? And and so you're not okay with yourself, like y'all was saying just a little while ago. Just because you're not okay with yourself, you trying to make somebody else be not okay with themselves, and that's mm -hmm. what it ultimately all boils down to. You know, uh, yep. I'm so glad that Alicia and Lois said it because I I listen to whatever I want to listen to, and as somebody who is an ordained minister in the Christian church, okay. Mm -hmm. but who has gone on her own journey of philosophy and beliefs and self-discovery as somebody who's 50 years old and grew up back in the old days, I have to remind people when all these conversations are going on about all this judgment and making people feel like, oh, you know, they don't dress properly or, oh, you're mm -hmm. so young, you don't notice it out of the other, or, oh, the music these days. That ain't no different than what they did to you and your generation. And it blows my mind now how sometimes people that are younger than me act like that. Yeah. Breathe. I don't know if y'all know about Bree, the psychologist who ended up losing her job because she was on TikTok telling people, y'all dusty asses need to go to therapy. And she said it like that. So they went and called her job <laughs> and got her fired. No, okay. I didn't but, know that. But nothing... 
nothing that she was saying was untrue and nothing that she was saying was not in love. She was just saying it with a very um, city-fied African-American vernacular because that's how people in her genre talk. But then yeah. you want to take it and make it about, oh, you're being unprofessional. And I have to remind people, it wasn't that long ago that you wouldn't have been able, able to even speak out loud you wouldn't have even been able to get on a platform and say what you're saying you certainly yeah. wouldn't have been, been able to do it with braids in your hair you definitely wouldn't have been able to do it with locks in your hair and yeah. we may have even not been able to put our real profile pictures up here so let's yeah. be very careful going around telling people what is and isn't professional and what is and isn't of god and what is and isn't right and wrong because everything isn't for everybody Exactly. If listening to Cardi B is going to challenge your spirituality, I suggest you not do it. But that doesn't mean it's going to challenge <laughs> For real. For real. It might not be your cup of tea, but it is mine. I'm versatile. And that's level. okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Oh, well, yeah. I just had to share that because I, I, I get... I, I, you know, I, I'm not the I'm not the language police, even though I was an English major in college. You know, I'm the one. I'm not going around telling other people, "Ooh, you don't speak proper English." Ooh, you spelled your wrong. I don't do that. But it's yeah. funny how people will turn around and make the fact that you do speak well an insult, or to make make the fact that you are healthy an insult, or make the fact that you are an empowered spiritual woman an insult, or make the fact that you are working hard and doing the right thing, whatever it is. Folk are going to talk about you, whatever you do, and <laughs> we just can't care. <laughs> and if you find yourself getting too caught up in talking about people, you just might need to check yourself and go meditate somewhere and make sure that you're on the right path, because why are you minding my business instead of your own? For real, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hmm. The man in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said. Yep. So. I can't believe I've been on here with you all day, girl. You just, mm, you opened <laughs> up something in the universe today. I think that a lot of us who are on Wisdom, who are very adept at being quote unquote professional and, you know, doing what we do without rocking the boat and without creating waves and without making other people who are not like us feel uncomfortable, we needed this conversation. You know, yes, sometimes definitely. people want to avoid it like the plague, but I don't think avoidance is the answer. I, I think really that we need to talk about it. Hey, we got to go head on with shit. We got to stop sugarcoating and playing around and bonding with words. We really got to just be truthful and honest with each other and just accept the fact that, yeah, this is what it is. Teach and yep. educate each other. Because it's, right. it's not always what you think it is. You got to really yep. be able to teach and understand the process. Trust the process at that, too. Being able to understand the process, you got to be able to trust the process. Yes. And I can't, I, I, I can't even... Like, my podcast is richer. My classes are richer. My speaking uh, engagements are richer for every time I engage you know, with a peer in a peer group like this, because iron sharpens iron. I don't, you know, I could be in a silo. I could be in a, in an echo chamber and just, Ooh, la la la, I'm going to give a talk. And every time I go give a talk, I just talk on the same topics all the time. But if I never come back and engage with other brilliant minds and find out, well, how do you feel about it? What things are you hearing? What is it that you're dealing with that I might yeah. not have to deal with? Then I'm just, I'm just speaking to the wind. It's not really, it's not doing anything. 
you know yeah, so you learned this it is, and, it's, and it's helping you understand different peoples and different perspectives not just your own that's why yes. I do my podcast for the most point I do speak my mind and speak my truth but every once in a while I need to have a fresh voice I need to have a fresh face I need someone to also be on my type of level where it's not just me talking and talking and people think I'm talking nonsense but I got a message a true message behind what I'm trying to preach what I'm trying to speak and yeah, I can't wait to me. have you on mine. I can't yes, wait to girl. have you on mine. I want to say that before I forget, because sometimes it is better to let somebody else say it. You know, sometimes yeah. there are people in my audience that can receive it better from you than they can receive it from me. Or they just think that, you know, oh, Andrea, she just, you know, she's old or she can't relate. And, you know, yeah. so the more people that we have across different you know, nationalities, genres, colors, ages, and all of that stuff, the more that we can reach more people and, and share just more of this yeah. love. For real. Share the love, share the experience together. Not just yeah. feeling alone and not feeling like, oh, I'm the only person that feels this way. Yes. Being able to touch people in a different light to be like, you know, no, we're, we're going through this together. We experience the same thing. We're similar. Yes. Just in a different form, in a different way. You just got to got to pick up on it and really see it. That's right. And to say it's not just you. I love your mind. You're brilliant. Everything you're saying, the way that you think, I can feel your heart. And don't you ever change. Keep going. Keep going on the same traction Thank that you're you. on. Because Thank we might you. not always know. We might not always get it right. But the direction you're going, that's that magic. That's that That's that it. Yeah. We can't always know. But we're learning and growing as we go. Yep. And you are refreshing, my sister. I'm not coming back up here no more today. Y'all have. Woof. <laughs> Woof. I love you, it. Thank you. Enjoy yourself. Stay blessed. Uh, let me see who's in here. I'm going to add. I'm going to add. Yons. Joyce. I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. You from Hampton, Massachusetts. I know I said soon I was going to put you back up there. My bad, homie. Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's me again. <laughs> I, I I was gonna. Yeah. I, I'm, not, that, I'm glad Andrea came came up there again. Yeah, cause I, I about the weight and and the acceptance and all that kind of stuff. Cause a lot of people think that when I talk about health, because I'm small now, okay, and I say small now, that I've always been this this small. I may have been yeah. small when I was a teenager, but throughout my mothering years and stuff, I was I was plus size. Oh wait, I was. Oh, wait a minute. Part instrument on that BBW movement, okay? <laughs> big, black, and beautiful, okay? Yes. A big, beautiful woman. However you want to, want to, want to term it. And at my largest, I, I don't have no problem in it. I was two hundred ninety-eight pounds, but I was still healthy for a while, okay? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the shit changed. Mm -hmm. It flipped. The, the, the script flipped. But yeah. I, that didn't stop me from loving myself just because I was a plus-size woman. I did a lot of modeling and a bunch of stuff during my plus-size days. So yeah. it, it went, though, so the size, it wasn't the size of the person that matters. It's the size of the heart. Yeah, and that's so what I want to get across. It's the size of your heart. And if your heart is in the right place and coming from the right place, I don't care what kind of music you do, you know, it could be it, shit. It could be country restaurant. I'm listening to that because I'm hearing your heart in this. Yes. I, it is not yeah. about uh, what kind of music. Cause I, like I said, I get down with all kinds of music, you know, and most people say, 
Oh, you're listening to that? Oh my God. Oh, I can't stand it. You know, I'm like, look, you know what? I may be 61, but I'm not, I'm not so old and, and set in my ways that I can't have an open mind. And I, and I, like I said, I don't just look at the person. I look at the heart of the person. I yeah. hear your heart when you're speaking. Because if your heart, well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be real. That's all I know how to be. Okay, Miss um, Breaker, if your heart wasn't in the right place with the topic that you that I saw when I first saw it, I wouldn't have came up on the on the thing to say, "Hey, Black Empowerment," because it's about empowerment. And if you yeah. don't know that that you have power, then we need to wrap our power around you. Because Miss English made you understand that M, when you put M or N, you mean you're wrapping, wrapping, wrapping yourself around. When we encourage, we're wrapping our courage all around you. When we empower, yeah. we wrap our power. When we're enthusiastic, we're wrapped all up in the fuels, all up in God. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if we don't understand that it's about helping everybody, we have, we're going to have issues because the thing is, we are all interconnected. And I, and like, like she said too, I come from the background of being an ordained minister as well. Okay. But when it came, when the shit hit the fan and my ass was sick and didn't know why I was sick and they sent me home to die. Wasn't no church by my side. Wasn't no doctors by my side. They gave me a note, okay? I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> and because yeah. when I started healing, I started bringing the message back to the church. Then they really didn't want to see my black ass, and I said it like that. <laughs> so I got No, I, I basically got kicked out because of my belief. Oh, Lois, you're not going to be able to teach this class anymore. Lois, no, um, I know you're turning into preachers on this Sunday, but I'm sorry, but... We can't. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And then they wanted to tell me, and I'm going to say this, they wanted to tell me the reason why I was sick is because I was living in sin. Okay? And I'm thinking, what the hell? And then God took me on my own journey. He took me on my own walk. He didn't understand. He explained to me that a sin is when you miss the target. What is the target we supposed to hit? It's coming from the heart, coming from a place of love, walking in love, talking in love, watching things in love, listening with love, doing everything, eating with love. And when we come from that love core center, we've hit the target. And anything outside that love core center is a sin. So my thing is, of course, I had to say something. I said that shit. (laughs) You know you had to say something. Because I'm that type of person. If I I find truth and God walked me through it, he said, said, forget everything I think I know about about religion. And I said, it's not religion. My Christianity is a relationship. He said, no, it's a religion. And I was like, huh? And then he, then he took me through all the different channels in order for me to get healed. I had to study Buddhism. I had to study Tao, the Tao. I had to study yoga. I had to study the rocks. I still call yeah. them rocks because I still, even though I know the, the, the energy is in everything, I still yeah. call them rocks because I still have a little block in my head with the Christianity. <laughs> yeah. So some of the stuff is dying hard. It's taking a little bit of body, but the whole thing is, Everything was interconnected and it was in learning the science and the physics and the mathematics and the geometry and all of this stuff that you would think had nothing to do with health that I'm able to be here today climbing mountains of 61 when I couldn't walk and talk. Okay. And I died. I literally died. It wasn't, oh yeah, I died laughing. No, no, no. I literally died three times. Okay. To come back to to know that, hey, this is, this is real. This is real shit. This is real shit. And we got to get away from all this thinking that 
oh, it's this color against that color against this and that. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you this. If I take off your avatar that, that identifies you as a black person, take off the avatar that identifies you as white, I take off that avatar, you're going to have the same skin. The, 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 the muscles and all that structure looks exactly the same. But then if I take it one step further, we got the same skeleton. But if I take it further, when it comes to that divine spark, everybody has that divine spark. Every religion, every race, every genre, every color, everything you see has that divine spark in it. So how are we separate? They have us believing we're separate, then they can control. And a lot of the stuff that was in the Bible had to be approved by the powers that be because it's on papyrus. Couldn't know anybody get that damn papyrus paper. Okay. That was only because the, the people that was rich could write on that paper and could have access. Otherwise, you can be stoned to death because you didn't stole, they think you stole something. So mm-hmm. when the, it was written, they got approval what going in there. And if it didn't equate with them, like the Divine Feminine and Mary Magdalene, she had to be a whore for everybody. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. And then yeah. it said, Jesus, cleared of uh, seven demons. How many chakras do you have? He, did, he cleared her chakras so that she can make this ascension. And people don't think, oh, well, Mary Magdalene was a whore. Blah, blah, blah. Do your work. No. Do your damn homework. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, do your, do your homework. homework, people. Stop do your homework. It says text. study. It says study to show thyself approved. It did not say take somebody else's word for it. It did not say that. It didn't, okay. Nope. And the thing is, is that people are still. This is this is Lois. People are waiting for Jesus to come back. He already here. He said the kingdom of heaven was at hand. And it's the consciousness he wanted you to get to. He wanted you to get to the place of coming from the heart. And learning more about who you are holy, not just who you are uh, uh, trying to walk holy or who you are as far as what you're doing and what you're saying. He wanted, he wanted that purity of heart because I don't see sick people sick. I don't care how many people they are. I see people, people in their wholeness. And this is coming from somebody who had 46 diseases that killed me. I still see people in their wholeness. And as I see them in their wholeness, that's that Christ consciousness working because he didn't see nobody sick because he saw them for who they really are. That divine spark of of, of God. Everything is a part of that. You know, even the universe, all that space does is it. That's what makes us who we are. And that's what's in the rocks, all the zinc and all that stuff, all that your body needs. So when we come in from a place of knowledge, we can empower other people with that knowledge. And yep. if somebody's self-esteem is low, then you give them a boost. Okay? You give them a boost. That don't mean you got to carry them no damn where because the thing is, I can give you the water, but I can't force your ass to drink it. Okay? Really? It's up to you to drink the water. But, you know, and I'm going to say this. And when it came to finding out about who I was as an individual, as a person, I drank all the damn Kool-Aid. Because all the Kool-Aid had a piece of what I needed to get me yes. healthy and whole. And to the day, I don't have 46 mm-hmm. diseases in my body. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm walking. I'm talking. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and nothing is limiting me because I know that I'm limitless. Yes. You know? And as long as, as long as we find out who we really are and what this is really about, we'll stop living under the umbrella of bullshit. But then recognize that that bullshit is meant for us to use as fertilizer. I'll be Mm -hmm. on here all the time talking about that shit. Okay. This shit, that shit, because shit is fertilizer. Use it and grow. There's, there's nuggets in it. It's like the dung beetle. He, he, he goes into the new fresh shit 
and he takes out all the impurities, then he balls the shit up in little balls, and then he makes a nest for his babies to be born in. After he didn't clean the shit, because now the shit is 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 good. The shit is for nourishment. The shit is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the nourishing babies saying, and stuff. Yeah. So we got to be like a damn dung beetle. But I love you again, and I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm like Andre. I ain't gonna come back up here, but I just had to put that in there because everybody, just because you see what you see, hey. It, oh yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. You got to really just understand the process, trust the process, and believe in yourself. Hello again. Back like I never left because I ain't left. You sure damn. <laughs> hey, hey, I love uh, Lois. She, she, she. She, yeah, I, uh, uh, it was early. I like her authenticity and realness for real. She yes, keep it real. Yes. Definitely. I, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I know, I know people that have been listening. I brought up the 12 universal laws of er, earlier in here. She is the one that opened up that chamber of consciousness that she, she was the one that sort of like, was like my, my guider into, into, into like the uncharted waters of 12 universal laws. Because mm-hmm. I always thought it was, you know, just the law of attraction. And she came on and she reminded me or not. She, she didn't remind me. She, she taught me actually told me that that you know hey there there is like 11 more of them you know what i mean so yeah, so yeah i love i love i love i her for that you know and then she touched on like uh uh you know like you know the shit being the fertilizer you know there there there's the song from Ben Staples i think it's called Rain where he said something like um they told me that i wasn't shit but left me in the litter box <laughs> and i, I always I, yeah, I always kept that up in my mind, you know, like, like it is, you know, like, like even people that even pee, you know, like, like people urinate on their, their garden because, yeah. it, because, because, because the urine, because, because, because the urination, you know, come, come, comes naturally, you know, like, like it helps, you know what I mean? Some people might, might, might say ill. Some people might be like, oh, that's uh, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. Look up the research. But, um, you know, some, something else I wanted to, I really wanted to touch on this too, because uh, I think I think it was Alicia that said something about it. Uh, you know about 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 Lizzo, but I think you know I, like, you know this is like you know like threads of conversations that I'm like bringing together. No, it's fine. Yeah, throw back, yeah, yeah, throw no, back. Listen, listen, no, listen, listen. I'm just I just I just want everybody to follow me here. But you know, Drea was was she made a, a wonderful point when she talked about how you know your size. Just because you're big doesn't mean you're not healthy. That is yeah. completely true. Because like true. you can go to the linemen, the linemen up in the NFL are all 300 pounds, but they all they all work out religiously. You know what I mean? They can't. Some it it, it really is true that some people just can't lose the weight, but that doesn't mean that they're unhealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like it, it it doesn't mean that they're unhealthy. But I want to go back. I want to pick back off of that to to Alicia because Alicia brought up. Two, she brought up two two big names. She brought up DJ Khaled and she brought up Rick Ross. And she was like, "Oh, well, I have brought talk up about DJ Khaled and Rick Ross." Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or, or you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it may have been you. Well, okay, okay. Well, like perfect. Well, I think I think I think it was y'all y'all's a conversation. Yeah. But 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 well well, the thing is, 
uh, uh, Rick Ross was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he 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 he, he, he was hospitalized, and, and they told him he had to lose weight. So he yeah. went he went through he he went through a weight loss journey where he lost eighty pounds. Everybody can go look up this journey. It's all over the internet. People have talked about it. People have ridiculed him for his weight, like that. That because I think I think I think I think they may they, you know they may have been you it was like you know people don't talk no people have people I I've, I've been in some circles where people was like no I don't you know like you know Rick Ross is big DJ Khaled went from three hundred to mm-hmm. to two hundred and fifty pounds he sure you know did. what I mean mm-hmm. you know you know you know people you know because 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 he was hearing the echoes from from like from the world you know what I mean but like but like but like that's just that's that's something that I just wanted to touch on right there because because to say that it doesn't go on it goes on for women but that it doesn't go on for women men that's just that's that's just not you know true <laughs> like I hear I hear it all the time we're like you know men men get ridiculed men get ridiculed for being fat on all, all all of the time and actually you know what I mean like uh uh you know they're they're you know, and this and this is women like empowerment right here. There, there are more plus size women models than than there are plus size men models. Like way, yeah. way, 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 way more. It's, it's yeah. not even it's not yeah, even like a discussion. The woman, yeah. the woman, the woman, the woman a few months ago that was on the cover of Sports Illustrated that just made them ways because she was a she was a, like a plus size woman that wasn't you know she wasn't in you know you know she didn't. She wasn't like Lizzo. She wasn't like a singer. She was just a model. That's all she was, and she made it to be on the on the cover. You don't you. T- I want I want somebody to tell me a plus size man model that you've seen on, on there. You 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 don't you never. It's crickets. You never you never hear. Like I would sit there and wait on it. And I and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Good. Thing. I'm just saying that like I'm just saying that it doesn't it doesn't happen. It's 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 socially acceptable to push to push the plus size women. And 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 we have it, and, and that's an uncharted territory to just go get, you know, a plus size man off the street that's not like you know like an offensive lineman or something. You know what I mean? Somebody that has. But there are a lot of big. There are not to cut you off, but yeah, yeah, listening yeah, to you, you know, like there are a lot of black celebrities that implement and support the plus size men. Cause you got Anthony, uh, Anthony, uh, was Anthony, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he has the Grownish show with, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, who I'm talking yeah. about, right? So you yeah, got yeah, him. Yeah. You got um, dude that played on Superbad. You got, uh, I think his name is Joner. You got, um, you got a lot of big people that was in there. You had Buster Rhymes when he was doing his little acting thing. He was in a few movies, and he was on heavyweight, but he lost weight because he didn't like the way he was looking. But it's all about that confidence in yourself. But like mm-hmm. Fat Joe was in a couple of movies, and it's just like there are a few people. There's a lot of comedians that are big, um, Cedric. Yep. You know, freaking! Yeah. I forgot the other dude. Yeah, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Like you, you got know, different like people. The one that died, the one, the one that passed away from obesity, was a uh, uh, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neal. <laughs> really? Rest no. in power. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had he, he he passed away like a while ago, but he but he but he would joke. He his joke. A lot of his twenty five percent of his jokes was based in his him him being big. <laughs> like. 
he literally had a joke about how he went to the doctor and they told him if 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 he didn't lose weight that he 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 was gonna pass and like he just accepted that faith I guess you know like you know it might be bad to say but you know he just he 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 would joke around because he's one of my favorite comedians I still go back because he he was just raw he was unfiltered you know yeah, like, yeah I love him he's dope I didn't know he just recently passed. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple yeah, years yeah. ago, 2011. Dang. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was, he was big. Now another thing too, um, I think Drell was touching on this too about about the judgment. I think I think Lois was too about like you know the judgment. I think I think we should we 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 gotta we we gotta come to a distinct line. I think I'm I think I'll, I'll just open up the conversation. Maybe. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, sorry. I think go we ahead. Have to, no, no, it's cool. I think we have to open up the conversation of, you know, there's a difference between, you know, judging somebody and and uh and uh rebuking somebody. You know what I mean? Because if you have like a circle of friends, right, and mm-hmm. you see them doing something wrong, you see them doing something morally wrong, and and or like, are you not going to be the one to tell them? No, I like, always put people you, in check. I don't care who it is. Yeah, I put them in check yeah. all the time. Yeah. But but like but like is that not judgment? Like like would you say that's judgment or would you say that's rebuking? Cuz like literally literally the definition like 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 the je- the definition of 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 a of a of a rebuking is a sharp disapproval and criticism of someone because of their behavior and actions. And that and then and then that's why I go to the Bible and I I go back to uh to Luke, to Luke, to Luke, uh, to Luke seventeen three, where it says, "Pay attention to yourselves. If your family sins, rebuke them. If they repent, forgive them." You're like, like, should we not? Should, should we not rebuke? Should we not judge? Should we not c- try to guide so for me, our, our, the people around us? I think for I think me, something that we, yeah, yeah. For me, um, it's like this. I have judgment towards everyone, right? I judge everyone. I can't say I don't judge nobody. I judge every person I see. But the only difference with my judgment is I don't let my judgment dictate how I treat or speak to another person. I respect the person the way I would like to be respected because that's the way I was raised. So I take my time in understanding why, like you said, I'm so connected with myself. I analyze things differently. Instead of saying, damn, I don't like the way they dress. They kind of funky. It's why they like, why are they funky? What's going on with them? Like, can I help them? Can I be able to assist them, to support them, to find the resources to get them where they want to be as far as whatever circumstances they're in? And, like, for me, that's how I was raised. So I can't really speak for the people that do judge people and quick to say this, that, and the third. But, like, I come correct with people that speak crazy. Like, had a meeting, a, a professional development meeting with um, my job, and we're just talking about the racial uh, differences and being able to, I mean, being able to understand and shape, do you uh, understand colorism? Whether do you see it or do you not see it? And one of the one of my coworkers was like, she was white, obviously, and she was just like, she doesn't see color. She sees people for who they are. You know, she respects everybody. Blah blah blah. I understand where she was coming from. Cool, 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 cool. But for the most part, for me, it was like, nah. How can you say some type of shit like that? 
you're basically telling me that you don't see my struggles on an everyday basis. You don't respect me. You don't see who I fucking am. You're just categorizing me as if I experience the same things you experience on a daily. You're not acknowledging the simple fact that there is a dis there's a you're dismissing the simple fact that this is my struggle, my everyday life. This is not something that needs to be fucking ignored. If you want to even more, actually see me as who I am as a black person in America. I don't know where the fuck she came from. I respect her, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, you passionately scare people. People come up to you and say like, oh, you know, I didn't mean to say that. I'm like, look, it's your opinion. But for me, that's how I speak passionately. Don't take it offense. I say every once in a while, I might speak something and say something. But for the most part, I try to watch my own because dealing with white people, they like to victimize themselves so much around black people. I try my best to limit my passion but also implement my professionalism as far as speaking and punching things that make sense where you have no choice but to just agree because I'm not doing anything I'm just speaking freely about how I feel and what I'm opinion on as far as what it is that I'm dealing with I'm not sitting here fucking saying anything wrong or I'm not being racist. I can't be racist, but I can be prejudiced because I don't control race. But, you know, that's another story another time. But it's understanding the simple fact that I can change the narrative for how you view black people. Hey, love. Oh, that, that one. Ooh, that's strong right there. I love it. Um, and it, it's it's interesting because when I chimed in, to, I was uh, going to be adding on to the... Um, almost like the fat phobia conversation that King was talking about. Um, and so I'm like, whew. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether the tag team on this combo or to um, talk about. Uh... We can talk back to what um, Sunny was saying. We can do that. Okay. Okay. Because um, I'm like, uh, but we going to come back to that part though. So yeah. uh, with the fat phobia, um, uh, he had posed the question of, uh, we don't see a lot of plus size men models and things like that. And yeah. I just wanted to um, give a different perspective. So from my perspective as a plus size person, and I've I went up and down in, in weight, but I've always been a, a big bone. You remember uh, that terminology when we were younger, mm -hmm. a big bone girl. So um, a big part of it is if you think about society as a whole, it was more socially acceptable for men to be big and still be successful, yes. to That's still be able to uh, yeah, to yeah. still be able to make money, like their weight really didn't hinder them. I'm uh, not to take away from what he was saying. So yes, their weight was um, the artists, the musical artists that we're talking about. Yes, there came a time when people were talking about it that way. But um, the point I was making was that their art always came first, like their art wasn't pending upon them being fat as in correlation with Lizzo, how her art is always, um, her weight is always tied with her art and her ability to do her art versus mm -hmm. with a lot of the men, they can still do all of the things and be successful in their genre and their weight is secondary to that. And then even when we um, talk about plus size models, well, a big part of it is that men have their range is in their stores. They don't need a plus size section. If you ever they think don't. about when you go to retail stores, they men all men's clothes are all together, no matter yeah. what size. And the only mm -hmm. time that men have a hindrance is when they're big and tall, and then they have a whole store dedicated to them. But as far as um, 
larger men, you can go to a men's department store, and if you're a heavy set man, you can get um, you know, larger clothes unless yep. you know anywhere. Right, and you the only time it hinders you anywhere. And for women, it's never really that. A lot of the straight sizes, the highest they'll go is like an 18. You don't get into the 20s. Mm -hmm. Or in correlation with men, that's like a 2X. You know, yeah. you'll have some men in regular department stores and their clothing go up to 4X. Maybe yep. even cap out at 5X. But yep. for women, you're capping out at a 2X. Or you yep, need to go to it. a home or even store. a 1X. Yep. Or even a 1X, right? And there are certain um, stores that cater to straight size clothing and, and you won't get like even um currently today right now victoria's secret is now having larger sizes but those larger sizes you have to buy online you yes, can't get yes. that inside I the don't store fuck with victoria's secrets i but, like my lane brian <laughs> but you see what i mean we have literally <laughs> yeah. like even that it's hard moment, to find places we have stores women. that are dedicated to larger size women like the lane brian the torrent what stores do you know outside of um, men's warehouse, big, big and tall stores, you know, for mm -hmm. formal clothes. And that's a for formal Even clothes. Target has stuff for plus size men and it's not plus size. Target just recently section. got a plus size for women. So it's like, exactly. come on. Exactly. We come, have sections. Yeah. Right. And they'll put, and then the worst part about it, I had spoken this on another talk, how with plus size women, even if it's the same outfit, they're going to make the plus size version dinky and ugly and like a yeah. sheet or like a cloth. You know, yeah. like, I want to wear something really cute, too. Why are mm -hmm. you changing the design of it? Why are you making it look like a tablecloth? Because you made For real. It For and changing real. the stitching. You know what I mean? And that, I just wanted to give a different perspective on that. Like, um, there was not really a plus size men section because all of their clothes go through all of the ranges and they make all the clothes to look the same for men just in a larger size. And it doesn't look like frumpy and things. Whereas with women, mm -hmm. you'll have a really cute dress, you know, with the different designs and stuff. And then when they make it for plus size, it looks ugly. Uh, no. <laughs> It do. You're not lying. It do. It look ugly. It look but, like exactly. your grandma's it, kitchen table Exactly. Because <laughs> even right now, though, it's bringing into Halloween season, right? And I want a lot of people to look at this when you're looking at the costumes. When you see um, straight size costumes, you'll see the plus size version of it. And the plus size version, you're going to pay extra for it. If you want uh, a particular uh, Halloween costume and you want to buy it in the store, one, they're probably not going to have enough sizes to Mm -hmm. it's gonna be at least twenty dollars more if i wanted to come out here and get a uh um you know what i mean like you're gonna either have to make your own type of costume and make it so that it fits you yep. and look the way you want to yep. or if you did. or you're if you're gonna get a costume from a store you're paying at least 80 100 right yep. now even toward and lane bryant like we were saying those costumes are co costing you at least 70 bucks you know what yeah. i mean and we're talking about a plain Not costume cheap. We're not talking about with all of the uh, bells and whistles and things like that. You're not, yep. we're not saying, you know, if you're going to get a real cute costume and with all the bells and whistles, you're going to be spending at least $200. But for that $200, you can just make it your own and cosplay that thing. You know what yep. I mean? So those are the kind of things that I'm, when, when I'm saying, you know, uh, when it comes to women, you know, it's always that whole straight sizes and things like that. And they, and now curves are in. And people want to be curvy and fuller and things like mm -hmm. that. So clothes are, are trying to catch up with us, but they're still making it difficult. Whereas, you know, outside of like children's clothes, like I remember um, boys had a husky section. But after that, 
you were just in the men's and, and it was just, this is the men's department, you yep. know? And then for the girls, we have pretty plus. And- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And even then our Easter dresses were ugly. The weird colors, the bright colors. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it just looks it looks so ugly. It, it it was almost as if, you know, we there wasn't peasants. any beauty. Oh, yeah, we were peasants. We weren't there was no beauty in our bigness. It was oh you're yeah, you're big, oh you gotta wear the ugly clothes. Mm-hmm. Or you gotta dress like you're, you know, like super old or um, you know, some secondary hand me downs or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's or and then they like to um promote like uh solid colors or um, you know, like the blacks just oh just put on something black you'll look slimmer. I don't wanna yeah. wear black. I don't I like wear my black. Pinks. I like my blues, yes. I like I like florals and, and butterflies I like my and things orange, like that. My neon orange, my exactly. neon yellow. Even oh. though with my light skin they don't look right, but it's I, I make it right. <laughs> Look, that's and that's part of that empowerment too. Like you were mm-hmm. saying earlier, you know, like when you learn to dress yourself and learn what works for you, and it doesn't yeah. matter what other people say, you know. It doesn't because, matter. Yeah, because if, if if it's cute and I think I can fit it, I'm gonna get it. You know, for real, <laughs> yo. Hell yeah, girl. And it's sad because people forget, like we people forget the whole idea. Like we only live one life. You got to live your best life. You got to live it to the point that you're loving yourself. You're finding yourself. You're experimenting with yourself experiencing things with yourself you got to be able to teach and learn for you because we only have one life that we know of now you know what I mean no one has come back and said anything different you know no one has come back from the dead and said oh yeah we see this we said no but if you understand spirituality and you understand the connection you got to be closer to yourself than anyone else and like that's the main goal because we only live one life you know, the lessons you learn, the, what you go through and what you do is truthful to you, but you got to be able to experience that for yourself. And people forget that. It's like, damn, you only live one life. Why are you so fucking miserable? Figure out what makes you happy. You don't need other people to make you happy. Figure it out for you. Yes. You know? Oh, my God. Figure, yes. Figure it out for you. Oh, because my my tagline is live your best active life, no matter your size. And what I yes, mean by that I is live that. life actively, not passively. We go Ooh. through life sometimes and some people just allow life to happen to them. And, and we want to get into this and to the co-creation side that, co you know what I mean? And, and co-create mm-hmm. your destiny and be active with those things. Be intentional. Be, live life purposefully purposefully you know yeah. and, and you, sometimes you have to tap into you to see what that looks like for you yes, so that we amen. can live a life of ease and peace and and of love and joy and actually be able to have pleasure on this side we can have our heaven on earth we don't have to wait till we die we sure don't the love and the joy and that you compassion. can make life what you want to make it now as we're living this human experience you know what i mean we are souls who have the privilege to have this body so that we can experience life and i love that we're gonna live life because we don't want life to live us (laughs) yes a hundred percent you said it all girl Mm -mm -mm. i love it it's true it's really true like you don't you don't look at those things. You don't really pay attention to the like small things. People and you know so I'll take that back. We don't listen to the big things. And the reason why we don't listen to the big things is because the big things seem small to us. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I keep dating the same type of men. 
damn, girl, you dating the same type of men for a reason. You haven't figured out yet because you haven't figured out what it is that you're attracting within yourself. There's something gravitating these type of energies to you for a reason because it hasn't dawned to you that you know your worth. There's something that you're still lacking in your confidence. And you can grow so much stronger. You can be so, so much wiser had you listened to yourself. I'm a big believer in listening to energy and listening to my intuition because I feel that everyone that comes in my life that walks through my pathways, regardless if it's for the good or for the bad, I still learn something from them. I try to teach myself every day to learn something new. If I, Even if I'm not doing anything productive, productive, even when I'm working, I try to learn something new. Like, you know, maybe I should approach certain situations like this. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. I'm doing a lot of thinking, a lot of healing, a lot of growing just by sitting with myself in my own space, ignoring the sounds that are around me, whether they are people talking, having conversations, whether it's people telling me, oh, you can't do that because... Oh, you you just not, I don't see you doing that. Oh, your opinion doesn't matter to me because my opinion is so much more important to me because it's mine and it's my life. And I feel like a lot of times people are so opinionated on others and hate to turn and look at the mirror. Like, um, Lossie said, like, Lossie said, she said, it's like the Michael Jackson song. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. A lot of times people don't want to do that because they keep trying to numb themselves and ignore the simple fact that it is them. Some people hate and to accept the simple fact that it, sometimes it's you. You preventing you from your own growth. And it's like, I read the book, um, not to get off topic, but I'm about to change the topic. But I read the, this book, it's called um, The Secret. That's going to be my next topic right now, The Secret. And I forgot what this book is actually about. I mean, who the, who wrote the book? My brother got the book. I try to teach him how to control his mind and feelings and understand himself from the depthness experience, understanding, like, you got to go through every emotion to understand what you're going through. Like, I love Nipsey Hussle because... Yo, I listen to him when I feel at my weakest, and this is me being real. Like, when I feel down sometimes and I need something to uplift me, yeah, sometimes I might listen to jazz, classical music, just listening to just the soundtrack, listening to the music, the instrumentals, just so that I don't have other thoughts to, you know, corrupt my feelings in a sense where it disconnects me from how I'm actually trying to analyze the simple fact of my own truth and what I'm dealing with momentarily because everything's temporary nothing's nothing's forever everything's temporary and that's something I have to remind myself too but I read this book and I was reading this book called The Secret and I remember watching this shit because it was on a documentary channel when I was younger and I was real young I was probably like fucking six I was I'm a very bright kid my mom used to always say to me all the time like you you do things you speak on things you change things and she used to always say to me fear for you She's like, Julia, I fear for you because your voice, your words, how you speak, people aren't going to be ready for that type of, you know, conversation. People aren't going to be ready for that type of energy. And my mom all the time, I say things respectfully. So I shouldn't have problems with people because my intentions aren't to hurt people. My intention is to educate people and to let people know 
where I'm coming from as far as who I am as an individual. So long story short, reading this book helped me really understand, even though there are just key points like um, Sunni was saying, King was saying, he was just like, you know, you know, there's 12 elements in this universe that helps us get the things that we need in life. And he's 100% true truth about that with this book it kind of skimmed through everything but it helps you understand how to be gratitude how to earn how to respect gratitude how to respect um abundance how to be able to really understand how to gravitate certain things to you as far as getting over things and for me I read that book for the sense of <clears throat> excuse me trying to understand you know, why I was so angry after my mother passed away. And yeah, a lot of it, I didn't like therapy because I couldn't relate to white people, you know, and I have nothing against white people. I have nothing against nobody, but I can't relate to someone that doesn't understand where I come from as far as my culture. And for the most part, it's like, I try my best to be able to speak freely for myself to be able to connect like if I get mad and in a situation and I need to say nigga like this motherfucking nigga made me so mad I should be able to say that comfortably because that's how I express myself when I'm upset I shouldn't have to sugarcoat how I feel just because I don't want to be judged a different way just because I'm in a new space in a new and in front of someone who doesn't really truly understand me as a person and understand me where I come from as far as where I come from as where where my culture comes from was a part of me. So I went through the simple fact of reading, reading and exercise and being a part of nature. I was doing five miles every day, walking, trying to figure out what this fucking secret is. Because I was so lost, I couldn't find myself. And it took me so long. It took me a year and a half to really find myself and truly understand what it is that I needed to do to be able to understand that I'm not alone. And my mother is so much closer to me more than ever. And it took me so long and it hurt me so much because I just, I was young. I was 21 when I lost my mom. My brother was 10. I went through a lot, but I had to learn a lot. I had to grow up fast. Although I was grown, I wasn't really grown because my mind and my brain isn't developed yet until the age of 25, so they say. But I'm still developing as a person because I'm not fully an adult. I was in school. I was doing a lot. And with that being said, like reading that book... At the end of that book, after I understood what the the true meaning of the secret was, I cried. I went for a walk. I only walked two and a half miles because it was dark at night. And where I stay at, it's coyotes out here, and 